Welcome to the Diamond Mind Podcast with Nate and Laney, where we listen to all 92 Diamond albums certified by Billboard. Today's album is Santana's Supernatural. Before we get into this, feels like it's been a minute since we've done this. Mm-hmm. Feels like you know we've had a we've had a little bit of, of a break. You know, college has uh, started up for Laney again, yeah. and uh, we just haven't had much time. But the podcast will go on. We just have to find time to do mm-hmm. it here and there. So, right, right. Um, okay, but I guess kind of starting off with this album, it's thirteen songs, an hour and ten minutes, and it went. 15 times platinum. Good God. That's the, that's the most of any album. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Uh, and it makes sense, though, because Billboard's description of it says that a surprising amount of uh, Supernatural is comprised of the kind of somberly atmospheric noodling found in the worst Pink Floyd albums. <laughs> now, let me say this, though. This album... Especially when we turned on the Apple Music, like, visuals or whatever. The visualizer. That? It was hitting. Was an experience. We were sitting in this closet. We, like, turned off the lights in this closet and turned on the Apple Music visualizers and just sat against the wall and, like, listened to the music. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different experience. And, I like, it doesn't heighten the experience, like an exponentially unbelievable amount, but it does, like, keep you engaged, because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, look at those colors, look at those waves, so, thinking that's what we're gonna do for the rest of, uh, all the rest of these albums, most likely, right? Yeah, yeah I'd say so, because it, it just made it a little bit more enjoyable. Yeah, uh, also in this album, we did not take any breaks, I don't think. No, we didn't. And this so is the last a, two we haven't taken any breaks. Yeah, they've been they've been engaging. No, wait. Last one was Matchbox, right? No, last one was Celine. Oh, okay. Matchbox okay. we didn't. Celine that was that was just a different experience. Uh-huh. <laughs> but and then this one we didn't take any breaks either. Uh no, cuz I think Celine we watched another video of kids fighting. So. Yeah. No kids fighting this time. No. No. All right, so let's get into the songs. Um first song, oh no. Yaleo? Yeah. But it's like Dale hmm? and then Yaleo. Like, cause it's, Dale Yaleo? Yeah, because there's like parentheses. Oh. You see what I'm saying? Like that Dale. The first song. The first song. <laughs> we're just going to butcher the names, guys. Sorry. Yeah, we're um, horribly white. And <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, Southern. <laughs> yeah. All right. You want to start? Uh, I was like, this is absolutely banging. I'm sorry, but this album, a little spoiler for the end. I loved this album. Like, this album... <laughs> I really vibed with this album, and the start and the the first song it just comes out with a banging start. Uh, I wrote that it sounds like uh, some curious, <laughs> like Curious George music. Uh, if Curious George ate at Del Taco, um, but uh, that's not an insult. That is just I I really like Curious George honestly, and Curious George has some banging music like that Jack Johnson song Upside Down. Oh yeah, that song be hitting. Uh, it gave me that kind of vibe. Um, <laughs> if you like this, you're invited to the Kingston <laughs> I don't know if I can say that. Can I say that? I mean, you already did. So. Okay. Uh, the Piano Man, that guy kills it. Oh, uh, yeah. The instruments are just absolutely uh, tearing it up on this, especially mm-hmm. the trumpets. I mean, I play trumpet, but um, so I can, like, respect it. Uh, I can respect a good trumpet player and, like, can kind of pick it out with my ear. These yeah. guys were killing it. Yeah, this is, I mean, it was a... 
strong start. It was like, even though we couldn't understand it. <laughs> I can't believe I said the quinceanera thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't either, but honestly, I kind of can. So here we are. We don't edit this. So I mean, uh-huh. <laughs> what else? I mean, whatever. Um, they have your email, so if they hate it, they yeah, email, e- email me. Uh, I forget what podcast <laughs> I was in, but uh, go find my email. Go listen to the podcast and see if you can find the one where I say my email in it. <laughs> and uh, email me if that one uh, was offensive. Apologies. We can edit it out if you guys aren't appreciative of it. Yeah. Um, anyway, for this song, it was repetitive with its lyrics. I mean, again, it was in Spanish, so I don't really know what it's saying, right? Um, but the sound, I mean, it was just like, it didn't even need to be in English, mm-hmm. honestly. Uh, I wrote that it was an immaculate vibe, and I really don't like using the word vibe a whole lot, but I used it, so yeah. Um, and you said it reminded you of Curious George, and it did remind me of like the end of a cartoon show uh-huh. or something where the credits are going. And I said, <laughs> I said, we need to play this at my wedding and we'll get down, don't try me. Uh-huh. And then of course, you know, the piano man, he was just coming in hot. They said, all came in hot. Bro. My bad, Carlos, you know. And didn't we look this up, or you looked it up, and it said that it was like celebrating the crossing of cultures? It was uh, the celebration of like... I think it was like Spanish and Swahili. Yeah. Because Yah is Spanish and Leo is Swahili. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's a little fun fact. Also, before uh, we continue, I want to interject and say that I was watching that show Freaks and Geeks. Uh huh. That's supposed to take place in 1980. And there's one scene in the show where um, Daniel and I can't remember Jason Segel's character name for whatever reason, but they were sitting like. In the hallway or in the stairwell or something, skipping class, and they were talking about bands. Uh huh. And one of them was like, "So you're telling me that the lead guitarist's name is Santana?" And he was like, "Yeah." And he goes, "How did he get the band named after him then?" I mean, it's like Van Halen. That's, yeah. That's true. <laughs> uh. But is Carlos even? Does he? Is he the one that sings though, or is it someone else? Mm. Or is he like just the guitarist and he's just like that? Hold good? on. Well, I'm gonna look that up. Santana. Oh, so my foot, <laughs> my foot just fell asleep. Oh God. Okay. One, two, three, four. Um. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm looking it up. Band members: Carlos Santana, lead guitar, vocals, and percussion. Ah. He does some percussion. How about that? I mean, listening to these songs, it's just, it, oh, it's wild. Wait, Cindy Blackman Santana is also a member of the band since 2015. Is this person, is this person like his wife or something? Because. Watch it be a man. Hold on. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, okay. Um, or maybe like, I mean, biography, work, solo career, personal life. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, that's uh, her, I guess maybe this is the person that, like, he's talking about with, like, the mixture of the Swahili and Spanish culture. I have no clue, um, because it's, like, a celebration of them, like, getting married and, like, the culture's crossing over. But it says, mm-hmm. on July 9th, 2010, Carlos Santana proposed to black men on stage during a concert at Tinley Park, Illinois. Um Interesting. So, Blackman is Santana's touring drummer. He proposed immediately after her drum solo. Oh, that's dope. I love that. They were married <laughs> on Maui, Hawaii. 
I guess I guess that means in or instead of on it's in. They were married in Maui, Hawaii on December 19th, 2010. Hmm. Wait, 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 wait. When did this album come out? This album I know we talked about this. It was in the 90s, right? It was either the 90s or like the early 2000s. Santana Supernatural. We're already going off on tangents in this podcast. We haven't even hit the second song yet. 1999. Okay, 1999. So, 30 years after they were at Woodstock and performed. Oh my gosh. It's so weird that they're at Woodstock. That's crazy. Like, and they were still, and this like still went platinum. Mm-hmm. And they were still huge. Yeah. In the industry. Bonkers. Oh wait, I should probably open up my notes now. Okay, Can't let's let's. The phone now. <laughs> Let's move to the second song, uh, Love of My Life. Uh, I wrote, and this is kind of a recurring theme throughout a lot of this, because uh, this is a band that I listen to pretty often. Um, sounds a lot like Sublime, uh, like the What I Got guys and all yeah. that. Um, and at this point is when we figured out how to use the Apple Music visualizers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I wrote, I'm having such a good time. I could see some kids smoking weed behind a 7-Eleven to this song. So, oh if that shows you the vibe, I wrote Sublime and the smoking weed behind a 7-Eleven. So, that's, I mean, that's pretty accurate. That's, that's a perfect description this, of but that. But this song, this song was a vibe. Oh, yeah, and this was the one that had Dave Matthews and uh, Carter Buford. <laughs> Buford. <laughs> Buford. Um... I said that the added visuals, like you said, made it like ten times better. It was phenomenal. Uh, this one was really smooth. I wrote smooth with um, eight O's. So, yeah, you know, pretty smooth. Uh, I said that if you were on like an acid trip or like shrooms or something, then it would make this like uncomparable, like just a once-in-a-lifetime experience because it was so... Like, I don't know, it was just crazy. Yeah, like the visualizers of the song. All of it, just all of it. Dude, yeah, we we kept talking about that with the visualizers, like, imagine... I wrote that down several times. Like, imagine if, like, you took some 60-year-old, somebody that was at Woodstock, and made them listen to Santana with the Apple Music visualizers. They would be like, wow, this was my experience at Woodstock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh takes my me gosh, back. holy... My foot is asleep, and it's doing that weird, like, it kind of hurts, but it feels weird, and so I'm about to lose my mind. So sorry. That's why I'm, like, kind of... Do we need to take a cut? No. And let you stand up? Oh, oh, we don't... We don't cut. We cut when I went and go... Went and... I said goad. When <laughs> I went and pee-peed that one podcast. Pee-peed? Yeah, but then I sat and did that other weird thing, and I was just talking the whole uh-huh. time. That was weird. No, I'm okay. I just had to, like, lean back away from the mic because my foot... I can feel it now. Um, but, yeah, this one was just, like, you know, good time had by all. It was really great. It was a great experience. <sighs> yeah. Uh, put your lights on. Song uh, three. Uh, as we had the lights off, listening to it with the visualizers. Uh, great transition. So, so. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> He's got that like deep outlaw voice in this song. This song mm-hmm. sounded like a like a western. Like... Oh wait, this was with, um that band Everlast. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure right? that I had on my iPod Nano. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this uh, at this point, I'm just having a a great great old time with this album. This album was wait. a completely different vibe than anything we've listened to so far. Didn't we talk about like if someone like if someone was genuinely high on drugs, don't do drugs, kids, 
Um, yeah, the, the Diamond Mine podcast does not advocate <laughs> drug use. <laughs> Seriously, though, like, we're not advertising, we're not, whatever. Advocating? Um, adv- <laughs> advertising. Listen, yes, we're I not have an selling essay that I podcast. need to write. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm a little, I'm a little off my game today. Words I have on mine. I also, like, just can't talk today for some reason. Um, But if some like, if... As for example, if we listened to this while we were high on drugs, mm-hmm. specifically the marijuana kind, um, it would have been just, oh my gosh. I feel like we... Like, forget the acid, Mike. There, there still just, would have been nothing that would have made me enjoy Creed. There really wouldn't have Oh no, that would suck. No, I don't think no. there would have been anything that could have made me enjoy Creed. I think if... Someone was on drugs listening to Creed. It would be heroin. <laughs> so sorry. So God, we are three songs in, and we're already just killing it on the podcast. Again, right like now. drugs isn't cool. Like, don't do drugs. Yeah, drug drugs are bad, kids. Uh, anyway, back to the Stay in song. School. Stay in school. Chase your dreams, kid. Not not the, the food on your plate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gravy goes best on potatoes <laughs> and never on a salad. salad. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. If you get that reference. All of our 13 viewers or whatever we have. <laughs> is it even 13? I don't think it is. <laughs> it might be like 10. Um, but anyway, if any anyone gets that reference. Kudos. We should be friends. You deserve that. Um, okay, getting back to the song finally though. Um, this one reminded me of Cat Stevens' Wild World. I don't know, I don't remember exactly why. I think it was just, like, the instrumental part itself really reminded me of it. Um, And then I wrote that other thing, getting lost in the visuals, which did happen, kind of, because I would just stare at the computer screen. Uh, (laughs) um, It was a a good song, you know, it was top-quality stuff, and it was definitely one of my favorites on the album. Indeed. Right, um, yeah. (laughs) I don't know which one's my favorite on the album. My favorite one on the album, honestly, might be Aleo. That song was banging. That was a good song. <laughs> I don't I care mean, if it was repetitive. That song banged. First song straight off the bat like that. Yes, like it ripped. It did. It really did. Indeed. Uh, Africa, Africa Bomba? I yeah. think I might have misspelled it. Or, is it Africa or African? I think it's Africa. Either way. Afri- Africa Bomba. Um... I wrote that I really like this style of guitar, like the mm-hmm. the flamenco vibe, like, um, I think it's like nylon strings or something, are the kind of strings that they use on yeah, uh, yeah, when yeah. they're playing like flamenco style music yeah, or like uh, Spanish music. Uh, I don't know if that's like Spanish is in Spain music or Spanish is in like Mexico, but like that style of, I guess, just Spanish music. Um but I really like that style of guitar, so whenever that's in any song, it's like, I'm probably going to vibe with it. But at this point, I'm writing, imagine if the visualizer was 3D and we had 3D glasses while also listening to oh, these yeah. songs. That would be crazy. Yeah, because this one is wild. It looked like we were like time traveling or something. Uh-huh, this one like was, going through a wormhole. Yeah, this one is really weird. Uh, and then there was one point during the song, though, that I didn't even realize that it wasn't even speaking English. Like, I, I was just, I was having a great time listening to it, and then I kind of, like, came back into reality or whatever, and I was like, oh, he's not even, like, this just isn't in English. Like, I yeah, wasn't. this doesn't mean anything to this me. This doesn't, yeah, like, 
it wasn't like I understood it, like I was, you know, speaking in tongues or something like that. No, I literally just like, I don't know. I don't know. I just didn't notice. Um, I said that, you know, with the visuals and like the song itself, it was psychedelic and it flowed really well. Flowed? Flowed? Yeah. Flowed. flowed. Yeah. Yeah. Flowed, yeah. Oh, and then I, uh, yeah, I remember, um, kind of with the time traveling thing in the wormhole, it reminded me of that episode of Fairly Odd Parents where Timmy Turner uh-huh. he goes, goes into the, the channels. TV. Yeah. Oh my channels. gosh. Oh Dude. my gosh. That was. That episode banged. Mm-hmm. It did. Uh, the next one is Smooth with Rob Thomas. Uh,. The it starts off with the solo. It's or not the solo, but it sounds like the solo from Hotel California. You know, like the yeah. And this one sounded how you like think a typical Santana song would sound. Um, Rob Thomas kills it again. Mm-hmm. Rob Thomas, you know, shouts to him. Um. Oh yeah, because he's a lead singer of Matchbox Twenty, by the way. Yeah. Fun fact. Uh. So this one does make sense for like a late '90s song. It kind of this one sounded a little bit more like it. Because uh, we really enjoyed both of us enjoyed uh, Matchbox Twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, that album was really good. I'm really shocked. I'm still really shocked that that album and this album are this low. Um. Uh, yeah, I am too. That means the next ones have to be like great, phenomenal. Yeah. But the next one's Britney Spears, <laughs> which I like Britney Spears. But, it, like, musically, how phenomenal can Britney get? Compared to Santana, who's legendary. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Because it's her early stuff, so I guess yeah. we'll see when we get there. Um, but Rob Thomas kills it again. You know, I, oh, have, yeah. a, I have a good time listening to him. Um, Always. Always. But this is definitely, like, a... This song really takes me into the the mind of somebody at Woodstock listening to them. Like, I don't know, this really just gave me the vibe of, like, sitting in the crowd in the mud and, like... Oh, my God, dude, speaking of... Okay, so I went, and back in 2019, after I graduated high school or whatever, I went to the Ringo Starr concert, and Mm -hmm. he has his all-star band, which has people from, like, Men at Work and, like, other crap like that. Well, when I went, um, they... He had the guitarist Greg Rowley, who joined Santana in 2013, right? Uh Uh-huh. And... It was that was really cool because they played Santana songs, and he would sing them like uh, they they played Black Magic Woman and oh my gosh what is the name of that song? Oh my gosh I'm I'm gonna mess up the name so I have to look it up really quick. Uh, Black Magic Woman. Oye Como Va. Oye ba. Como Va. Yeah, and and Black Magic Woman they played those two songs which are probably some of the most popular Santana songs. But that was really cool because there were some people in the crowd. Nate is trying on um, women's boots right now that are obviously <laughs> way too small. Just they, by the they're way. literally a five and a half in men's. Oh my. <laughs> in men's or women's? Men's. They're seven and a half in women's. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good or grief. Like a, or like a 12 or an 11. Oh my. Wow. Okay. Um. Anyway, but, like, the crowd was going wild because there were some people in this crowd. One guy specifically had long, like, black hair, absolute flow, and he was going crazy during uh-huh. during those Santana songs. Like, he was whipping his head all around and stuff and just, like, throwing his fists in the air and just losing his mind. Like, he ran around the aisles. Like, mm-hmm. it was an experience. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he was, like... On a lot of drugs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, but also, like, just followed the band Santana. Uh-huh. Every there, because he, I mean, he was, 
older. Like, he was at least in his 40s, at least. So, but yeah. I thought that was actually really fun. Also, the visualizer for the song sucked. So Yeah. Just, but yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. Do you like the way? With Lauren Hill and CeeLo Oh Green. my gosh, that's the first thing I want to say is God bless CeeLo Green, dude. <laughs> I literally, I've only listened to a few oh songs with CeeLo Green, but they're all good. They hit. They're all so CeeLo Green, I don't know why. That dude just knows what he's doing. Okay, when we first saw the song, we were like, CeeLo, oh, like, oh, who is that? And then he sang, and we were like, is that CeeLo Green? <laughs> And it sure was. Yeah, I looked it up. Oh or you looked gosh. it up, you're like, hey, it is CeeLo Green. Oh it is CeeLo Green. We lost our minds when we found out that that was CeeLo. Um, God bless the 90s, dude. 90s music, <laughs> I I like quite a bit of 90s Girl. music. But this, this was, that was golden. This was a game changer. That was golden. <laughs> this one had to be one of the best ones on the Now that I'm thinking I mean. about that, is that like the first time CeeLo Green had like... Made it big? Yeah. Because that, that's definitely before... was that's, 2000s. Yeah, it's definitely before Crazy or, like, uh, Forget You. Forget You, yeah, that was... Forget You was when I was in, like, elementary school. Yeah, so. that was way later. Um, uh, it might have been. Dang, that's crazy. Because that, he was just going by CeeLo. He wasn't going by CeeLo Green. It was just CeeLo. Like, I've met, we've talked about CeeLo Green before because I mentioned, like, the bird on his shoulder. Yeah. And the voice or whatever. Why did we talk about CeeLo Green? I have no clue. Oh, because, um, <laughs> didn't he, like, work with somebody that we were talking about, like? Yeah, I just can't remember who, because we listened to a lot of stuff, but yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, um, honestly, respect. Much respect for CeeLo Green. This was like, uh, and it was rapping yes. in, this, in this song, which was a little unexpected. It was so weird to me, because, like, this shows the, the range of Santana. Like, I really thought when I came into this that it was just going to be, like, the, the same guitar solos, yes. like that typical drum beat, like whatever you with like a with like something that you would just trip balls to, yeah. and then like <laughs> listen, listen to. I thought it was all gonna be right. that, but this is like this is like hippity hoppity, you know? I like, mean, like Santana has a specific sound, obviously we know uh-huh. that, but the possibilities are kind of endless for them because you know how some bands get hate when they try to change their sound, mm. they're crappy or whatever. Santana, no, they can pull anything off, which is yeah. It's nice. It's nice. Um, I wrote, yes, sir, CeeLo Green won an icon. <laughs> um, and I said that this is how a collaboration should be done. Oh, yeah, this for was sure. Flawless this, to me. This, was, this song was honestly really, really good. Oh, 100%. Um, if anybody's ever played NBA Street 2 on the PlayStation 2, this song really reminds me of that. Like, just some songs I would play on there. Uh, I also wrote that I really wanted Red Lobster Biscuits while listening to this. The Um, the Cheddar. The Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Yes. And then I wrote Urinate Locally. I don't know if you know what that, like, what were we talking about? Urinate Locally? Nay, okay. Let me, let me, let's take a time out. (laughs) Okay, so I was telling Nate about, um, I got an email, because I get a bunch of random emails. It's not like I subscribe to them. Thank you. I just want that to be a disclaimer. Um, so I got this email about, like, is it safe to pee in showers? Because people do that. Yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> Comment down below if you pee in showers. <laughs> <laughs> 
Speaking of hit comment, us up on hit us up on Twitter. Uh, yeah, we got a Twitter and a YouTube channel. Yeah, uh, let me let me go ahead and shout out the Twitter right now. I'll shout yeah. it out the, again at the end of the podcast. Of course, um, we're upgrading but, you uh, guys. TDM Pod. So that is T D M P O D on Twitter. That's our Twitter. If you would like to reach us, um, yeah. And uh, we'll try to be on there as much as possible. We'll post every single time a podcast goes out. Uh, maybe some other stuff. Like right now, uh, Good tweet. actually, Good tweet. you yeah. know what? I'm gonna take a picture of you, Laney, of us with the <laughs> of us with the setup, and I'm gonna tweet it as we're podcasting. You ready? One, two, three. One, two, smile, three, stay there. <laughs> that's going. That's going on the Twitter. I'm gonna tweet that as we're podcasting. Um, but you guys uh, enjoy you go like it um we also have a youtube channel just the diamond mine and it has the same uh logo as all of the episodes that we upload so go look for that um i think that's it though but we yeah like nate said we'll post every time we put a youtube video up we put a podcast up uh i we actually didn't tweet about the one that released today but yeah, we'll, we'll get on that. We'll do better. You know what? I'll tweet about that. I'll okay. tweet about that, too. Okay. You know what? I'll be really involved with this Twitter. All right. Okay. Okay. Miss Jeannie Shallot. But what were we talking about? Oh, urinate locally. Oh, urinate locally. <laughs> sorry, you guys. Um, sorry, there's a segue. There was just a moment, and I had to take um, the opportunity. Um, urinate locally. So... I got an email about this article and was like, is it, you know, safe to pee in showers? And in conclusion, uh, people say that it is okay to pee in your own shower because pee is like a sanitary thing. It's you know, slightly acidic, you know, whatever. But if you pee in your, like, a bunch of showers or other people's showers or whatever, they say that you can get an STI. No. <laughs> A UTI? a UTI? An STI? <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow, oh an STI. Gosh, Jesus. Dude, I'm telling you, my brain is just not working. If College? you watch the Santana <laughs> okay. podcast. Anyway, guys, sorry. College really froze my brain. Um, <laughs> but anyway, you can get a UTI, which, I mean, you can get a UTI from like peeing in the ocean or lake, too. So do it at your own risk, I suppose. So anyway, I came up with the idea called, and it says like urinate locally, and I want to make a t-shirt. Oh my <laughs> this god! This podcast is going to be a long one. We're not even done. We're not even halfway done. Um. So yeah, guys. PSA: urinate locally. Okay. Urinate at your own risk. Urinate when you're comfortable. All right. Don't let anyone pressure you into peeing. That's it. That's just, that's just where I stop. <laughs> oh my gosh. This uh, episode is almost as bad as the Celine one. Where we I don't think this like, one's bad. On crap. I don't think this one's bad. I think we're just having a good time. No, that Celine Dion podcast, we were doing all our random stuff in here, and then we started and kept doing random stuff. Uh-huh. Back scenes, peak. Uh, wait, behind the scenes, <laughs> Vaccines? Peak. That's the Did phrase. you say vaccine? <laughs> Where does the needle go? <laughs> Between the toes. Of the next Anyway, podcast. um... That's... 
Can we just have Okay, a- I'm tweeting right now, so you can go ahead and get into the next song. <laughs> okay. okay, sorry. Um, after uh, this next song, which is Maria Maria, I actually ended up downloading the entire album because it was just... It was uh-huh. worth it. I have a groovy playlist. I added it to that. I have a chill out playlist. I added it to that. You know, a little bit here, a little bit there. I have a playlist called Hey Ho that I put the CeeLo Green one on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just whatever. Um, and like we mentioned before, there were no breaks needed for Matchbox 20. Uh, this one was just absolutely fantastic. And I could listen to this like any time, any day, and it would always be perfect for the mood. Uh, but the next song, Maria Maria, with the product GMB, um, it was another R&B kind of song. It had that same sound, you know, for the 90s, because 90s R&B is a very, I mean, that is just a very popular genre or whatever. Um, but it includes a little bit more Santana. It kind of has their sound and stuff. But again, that's just how collab should be done. It was just fantastic. Uh-huh. Uh, do you have any notes on this? Uh, Maria see? Maria, I was like, it was banging immediately. It mm-hmm. reminded me of that singer Shaggy, you know, like the... Um, it was on me. <laughs> yeah, that, that like, uh, whole vibe. Yeah. Um, I didn't really expect any, like, hip-hop or, like, mm-hmm. more... What, what what am I trying to get at right here? Like More, like, electronic, like, poppy stuff on this yeah. album. I expected yeah, yeah, more, yeah. like, the old-school guitar and junk. Uh, yeah, but they migrated to the 90s. I like thought this was gonna be like some classic Latin Latin American music, uh, but it wasn't. Um, this was also oh, this was the song that was sampled on DJ Khaled's "Wild Thoughts" with Rihanna. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That song. Mm-hmm. Um, but I looked it up because I heard it and I couldn't remember what song uh, sampled this. And so I looked it up and this song was also heavily inspired by Wu-Tang Clan's Ain't Nothing to F With. I'm not going to say the F word on the podcast just yet. Not we're keep, that, I'm we're keeping not that com- it relatively clean. I'm not that comfortable with the viewers yet. We're eight episodes in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I thought that was really cool that mm-hmm. like... Santana had that influence on DJ Khaled because I had never heard, uh, I hadn't heard this song, I, or I heard DJ Khaled's Wild Thoughts before I heard this, so yeah. I heard it and I was like, oh my gosh, that's something, and I sat there and I was like humming it in my head and, and I then figured you it found out. it after yeah. a while, yeah, 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 uh, the next one, Migra? I assume Migra? M-I-G-R-A, I'm sorry that we can't pronounce things right, we should probably look more into this, uh, yeah. <laughs> beforehand, um, this one sounded kind of tribal to me. Uh, did this have heavy drums? Uh, heavy drums, heavy drums. Because it reminded me of this the, was my least favorite one. This reminded of, me of the Rasputin song from Just Dance. <laughs> the raw, raw Rasputin. That's yeah. that song bangs. That was the that used to be my favorite. Just yes, song I love that. that. I was, think it was Just Dance too. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> uh, I didn't write anything about drums, but I wrote that the opening guitar riff rips, which is like kind of a recurring theme because Carlos Santana is like a top 20, top 25 guitarist of all time, probably. Maybe even higher than that. did look it up? Yeah, it was, he was number 20 on the Rolling Stones list. Yeah. Um, and Eric Clapton was number two and Jimi Hendrix was one. Yeah. Right. Um, but, oh, kind of a little bit of foreshadowing. Eric Clapton is on this album. Yes. 
Um, but like you said, I wrote that this wasn't really my favorite song. Um, I also was kind of losing my mind, I think, at this point, And I said, um, feeling a little bored and hungry. Had crazy visuals. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I wrote that at this point, though, even though this was one of my least favorites, mm-hmm. I think it was the fact that this one... Hold on, I'm clicking the link that I tweeted to make sure that that leads you to the podcast. Um, <laughs> it just leads you to some <laughs> random website. Okay, it does. Um, like some guy eating macaroni or something. But uh, at this point, the fact that this was like my least favorite so far, uh, and this would have been like my favorite by far on like Creed or something if they had made a song like this, yeah. shows that I, I really do like Santana. Like I was really starting to be like, oh, dang, I vibe with Santana so heavy. So, uh, there's that. Hold on. The tempo tempo is 120 beats per minute. So if there's 4,000, 4,000, 2,000, 2,000 seconds, 2,000 divided by 60. No, I'm wrong somewhere. Continue. (laughs) Okay. We're trying to see how long this podcast is. Um, but the next song, man, I, I'm going to butcher this for you guys. Uh, Corazon Espinado. C O R A Z O. We're like 33 minutes right in right now, pretty much. In home. We're almost as long as this Celine Dion one. Okay. Uh, we should probably bust it a little bit. El Corazon Corazon Espinado. Yeah. General vibe. Nothing too extreme. Uh, this is more of what I expected because uh, it's like a little bit more laid back, like Latin American music, like some, some this one also heavy guitar like playing. A, like, like the definition of a Santana song. Yes, uh, I wrote that he's very good at the guitar, which I mean is like kind of a known fact. But uh, yeah. Carlos Santana, that dude, that dude can rip. He can he can absolutely shred. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Carlos. Um, uh, this is the one, and I mean I mean this genuinely. Like, I, I want you to know that, like, I'm almost, like, 100% certain that I have heard this playing in the background. Oh, my. Okay. Sorry. Your mom's going to find that when yeah, she pulls sorry. out the decorations. I just flicked a bottle cap. Okay. <laughs> um, but I feel like I've played this song playing, like, in the background at Don Pablo's before. Uh-huh. I'm not even kidding. Like, but, I mean, I also haven't been to Don Pablo's in 10 years or more, so there's that. Yeah. Um, but... I said that, okay, well, my typing, it literally looks like I lost brain function. But I wrote that it really gets the shoulders moving. And, like, it has just, like, crazy movement and energy throughout the song. Yes. Carlos, um, you outdid yourself. Uh, next song, Wishing It Was. The voice is such a vibe. Eagle-eyed cherry. <laughs> I <laughs> I keep uh, getting sublime vibes throughout this whole entire thing. Yes, um, yeah. And... Uh, a little, a little fact about me, I guess, to connect more with the viewers. I, I ride the skateboard. Um, I'm not, I'm not very great at it, but I ride the skateboard. I can like ollie and the like, <laughs> shove it sometimes, maybe, but Just like not, not well. The background information. I don't but know why, uh, I wrote that I wanted to see this song edited over like a skateboard video, <laughs> like a skateboard tricks edit. Because I really like watching those, and this song just, like, really fit that. We can make that happen. I wrote that this is, like, peanut butter to the ears, because it was so smooth. I wrote smooth with a V, so smooth. Smooth. I said moving and grooving. Oh, God. What was that? I hit my knee against the step stool. Oh. <laughs> we need to... 
probably just, needed like actual, re- like legit recording space. It's just us in a closet. That's what kills me. We're sitting in the floor of a closet with several step stools and coats and crap. And oh my, every time. Okay. Um, <laughs> I said that, um, like the voice, cause it was featuring Eagle Eye Cherry or whatever. And that his voice really just, I, I mean, he, it, you know what? It fit. It went really well. It's like, you know, that satisfying moment when your last puzzle piece goes into place. Uh-huh. That's kind of what that voice was like. Uh, and I said that I definitely added this one to my groovy playlist because it was very catchy. Honestly, just a good sing-along song. And this is the one that I would really want to be in the crowd listening to. And, like, all the lights are going crazy and everyone's just dancing and have a good, having a good time and stuff. And... You had the whole... Yeah. Oh, okay. Nate just... <laughs> I'm wilding out right now. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, do you have any more comments on this song? No, but I do have comments about the next song, El Farol, or however you want to say that. El Farol, maybe? Oh, wait. After Wishing It Was, you uh, ended up fighting the step stool that you just hit your knee on, by the way. Real talk? <laughs> Dang. We beef. <laughs> do you remember that, though? It kept falling on yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Okay, El Farol. El Farol... Um, the beginning, ah, something about this album that I really like, uh, or not that I really like, but it's an observation I have, mm-hmm. is I remember a lot of these songs a lot more than I remember, or I remember more of these songs off of this album than I do any other album that we've listened to. Like, after not listening to it for a little bit, I'm like, oh, what did that song sound like? Because I'm, like, reading the notes. But, like, with these songs, I feel like I actually remember what they sounded like, um, and I remember this song. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, because okay. I think I wrote something kind of similar to that um, when listening. But uh, the like beginning guitar riff sounds eerily similar to "Fly Me to the Moon." Yeah, but... like it was like, and I was like, "What is that?" Uh, and it sounded just like uh, "Fly Me to the Moon." But I said I may have been like, like just overthinking it. But I was like, man, I wonder if that's, like, he no, meant to do that? No, but you weren't, though. Uh-huh. Because we looked up what the song title means in English. Uh-huh. Um, by the way, Fly Me to the Moon is by Frank Sinatra. Yeah. But, um, and it translated to The Lantern. Mm-hmm. So, this one, I, what, you could kind of tell, uh, going along with Frank Sinatra's thing, um, it was kind of a romantic dancing under the stars type of song. Maybe do a little tango, I don't know. Uh, there were no lyrics, but like Nate said, it had that resemblance to Fly Me to the Moon, and it did translate to the lantern, which makes sense if you're thinking of like stars or the moon or lights or something like that. So Santana portrayed the title well. Uh, I wrote that this was an absolute beautiful instrumental masterpiece, and I don't take that, I don't mean that lightly. Like mm-hmm. this was absolutely beautiful. Uh, I could drive down the interstate at night. Like, to the beach. Like, when there's nobody else on the road, so you're allowed to, like... Not allowed, but, like, you go really, really fast, and, like... Yeah. It's, like, just peaceful. Uh, I could go drive down the interstate to the beach and playing this and be in bliss. This album rocks. I have no clue why this is so low. Facts. Okay. Uh, next song? Primavera. Primavera. Uh... <laughs> Do you mind, um... I said, painting from Italian Renaissance, pasta, 
or a Santana song. You decide. <laughs> uh, but it really means spring in Spanish. Spring. Um, yeah. Which actually kind of ties into what I'm going to say. Uh, this is some love making in Mexico music. See, like, I didn't really pay attention to the lyrics. I think I was lost in the visuals again for this one. <laughs> um, I was having a good time. Or I am. I, I wrote that I am having a good time. Yeah. But the songs have mellowed a lot from the very beginning mm-hmm. where it like bangs out with Yaleo. Um but this song is like ear sex, dude. Like this that's I wrote that literally. Like this song the fact that this is called spring and spring is like the 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 season that all the animals reproduce and junk. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. this is also like giving me like that kind of like <laughs> vibe. Yeah, I know I know that's like weird to say, but like no, but, like, the way the instrumental played out, it does kind of remind you of, like, renewal or revitalization or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. We only have... I almost said that word. The, we only have one more song. Yeah. But I will say that this song went by kind of quickly. Uh-huh. I feel like it was a shorter, or maybe I was just, again, like, staring off into space or something. Yeah. Uh, but it still kind of rocked my socks off, so, yeah. All right, the last one. The Calling. Eric Clapton. Er- I wrote... Uh, O.S. word, Eric Clapton. <laughs> this is about to be guitar ear porn. It is porn. We got a little <laughs> funky beat coming in. The church choir coming in. Take me to guitar heaven, Eric Clapton. Oh, my. Um, that Eric Clapton, <laughs> I have so much respect for that man. Uh, he's, he's, he's had a tragic life, or he's had tragic things happen to him in his life. Mm-hmm. He's one of the greatest guitarists of all time. He's played with the Beatles. He's played with, like, so many different people. Um, like, he knew the Beatles, like Jimi Hendrix. Uh-huh. Like all of them. He's just an absolute... Was he at Woodstock? I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember. But he he is know. just an absolute, like, wonderful character. Um, I love Eric Clapton. Uh, my whole family loves Eric Clapton music. But... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just really glad the song banged, because, like, I've never heard anything by Eric Clapton that I just that was really didn't like. Yeah. Uh, for this one, I said strong in all caps, ending, like, wow, the guitar, I mean, obviously you have two of some of the greatest guitar players of uh-huh. all time, so of course that's going to come through and absolutely just tear the roof off this place. Uh-huh. Um, and this, like, it really switched up the beat, and it was funky and just... Again, like, this was, like, another perfect collaboration with Santana. Like, they just know how to pick their people. Uh, the choir singing, I did not expect that. But it was a very nice touch. The visuals also went wild because it, I mean, they just knew that the song was absolutely bonkers. Uh-huh. And, yeah, I don't know, like, this might have been one of the greatest collaborations of all time. <laughs> Write that down now. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I have to say about that one. So, uh, Santana Supernatural, where are you mm-hmm. having it on your list? Okay. This one definitely beats out Matchbox 20, uh-huh. which that was a good album. We really liked that one. Um, which is weird because this one's more instrumental and not in English, but mm-hmm. the translation is impeccable. And so this one is obviously the best album we've listened to so far. There's diversity. That instrumental just hit. When there were <laughs> when there were lyrics, those hit. And it should be way higher. CeeLo Green list. was on it. Eric Clapton was on it. Like, there was plenty of, like, that, yeah. great features that I really thought, like... <laughs> like Why do we respect CeeLo Green so I don't know. Much? I just love his music. <laughs> like, what I've heard of him, I just love it. He's 
so, like honestly, crazy is probably a top ten song well, that I can just like rock where out to. Where is CeeLo now? What is he it's doing? Twenty twenty one. I need to. We go like find his Instagram or something. Um, but anyway, yeah, I said like <laughs> mid twenties, thirties. It's it's pretty mm-hmm. high. That's that's probably where I'd put it around like the twenties. Yeah. Um, maybe like upper thirties, like maybe. This one, I mean, uh, guys, we will. I don't know if we're going to make an Instagram or not, um, but we actually, I actually have a poster board mm-hmm. uh, with 1 through 92, and we'll post pictures of progress of kind of where we think things are, and we'll let you know, so when our thing is completed, it'll, I mean, you'll see it. The official Instagram of CeeLo Green. Check out my new album. CeeLo Green is Tom. CeeLo no. Green is Thomas Calloway. No out way. now. No way. No way. Hold on. New Hold. session live concert February thirteenth. What day is today? The seventh. Seventh. We go see him. <laughs> <laughs> we go to CeeLo Green concert. Well, what? What is session live? Is that like online or is that? Oh, please look at the album cover. He looks like that. Oh, what is that um, video or meme or whatever where that guy's like eating the chicken or something? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, it's, that's some good chicken. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. Okay, I'm going to play the first five Wait. seconds of one of the top songs. Okay. He's a, he's on a song with Nipsey Hussle. Oh, yeah. Isn't that guy and, dead? I think so. Yeah. And with Mac Miller and with Offset <laughs> and with DJ Khaled. CeeLo Green, what are you, like, <laughs> what? Oh, play like the first song, first five seconds or whatever of, like... Okay, which one? For You, Lead Me, or Doing It All Together? Doing It All Together. Okay, hold on. Of course. Ignore that, but... <laughs> and that's all we can play. Um, <laughs> anyways, we're going off on a tangent. We should probably end the podcast before we start, like, just, you know... Yeah, because I gotta, okay, yeah, because we gotta listen to Britney Spears. I have to urinate locally, and I have an essay to write, and so do you, actually. Uh huh. But mine's due Monday at 11.59. Mine's due Monday at 5 o'clock. <laughs> um, and we also just, like, I don't wanna edit a super long podcast, so. Yeah, hold on. Uh, I gotta, I gotta hit the outro. Give me a second. Oh, you're right. I wasn't gonna stop it. I, well, you had your finger on it. Um, no. Anyways. This has been the Diamond Mind Podcast with Nate and Laney. We'll be back at whoa. We'll be back at you uh, <laughs> next time with Britney Spears's baby one more time. 